Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. On today's show, we're getting to all your sex and dating questions. So what's the best way to tell a partner you're not up for sex? Does don't ask, don't tell work in an open relationship? Plus, we're going to tell you about what kind of porn can revolutionize your sex life. And I'm joined by the amazing L. Chase to talk about curvy girl sex. All this and more. Thanks for listening. Okay, ladies, it's back. The legendary womanizer, you know, the one I named the clit whisperer, is once again here to bring you orgasms like you've not experienced before. The womanizer W500 Deluxe is the latest version of the product that has changed everything. Just in case you haven't heard me talk about the womanizer, here's a little refresher. First, don't let the name fool you. It's not meant to remind you of that douchey guy at the bar. Quite the contrary. Trust me, this is the only womanizer you want to take home. It looks kind of like a sexy ear thermometer. You know, if a thermometer could be sexy, you get the point. It has a circular silicone opening that you place over your clitoris. Then, using its patented pleasure air technology, the womanizer's gentle suction and pulses of air indirectly stimulate your clitoris. The same way you're... The result? Intense orgasms. Sometimes in as quick as one minute. That's right, you may have a 60-second orgasm, or three. Seriously, this thing will rock your world. The Womanizer is so amazing, I even made a short film about it. Just search for The Whisperer on sexwithemily.com. To order yours, click on the Womanizer banner on my website or visit womanizershop.com today. Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day. Hey, Emily. You got a boyfriend? Because my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. A girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean? Like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. But you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex relationships and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com. Have you not been there lately? I think you have been because, God, our numbers are amazing. You guys are like going to the website in droves because you love our blogs and our videos and you're just friggin' awesome. And once you're there, it's so easy to subscribe. We make it easy. You just press a button. It's like subscribe. You get our newsletter, our social media, and all that cool stuff. And you can shop at our store. It is a good time. And you know that we're at Sex with Emily Cross the Board on all social media. Um, okay, I have a sore throat. I'm not trying to talk sexy. But I thought maybe I should just talk dirty the whole show because I kind of got the sexy thing going. But it's also, um, yeah, I've been a little sick. But I'm feeling better. Like, I actually feel great and I'm so excited to be here talking to you. So it is me, I swear. Um, I've got, I'm really excited for today's show because one of my favorite people is sitting across from me. But first we got to start talking about Valentine's Day, you guys. It's right around the corner. I don't want it just to sneak up on you. Um, but I've got a giveaway alert. I need to know what is the best Valentine's Day you've ever had. And specifically, what made it so memorable? Was it like the perfect date? Did you get a great gift? Did you have like that special occasion sex? Um, I was thinking about this because, well, first of all, we want to know from you, tell us your stories, feedback at sexwithemily.com by February 7th, because you'll have a chance to win a magic wand rechargeable vibrator. Cause if you don't have one of those, 
I don't know what you're waiting for. Okay, so I was thinking about, okay, so when people used to ask me, like, what's your best Valentine's Day? I'm like, ah, oh, Valentine's Day, I've had some good, some bad. But I do remember, um, actually, I was reminded of a Valentine's Day that was particularly memorable because I just moved. And so I had the chance to go through every single sex toy and sex product I own, which, as you can imagine, has been taking me about six weeks now. But I remember I was dating a guy and I was like, oh my God, we're like sleeping in his house that night. And or maybe we got a hotel room and I was like, I'm going to bring all the, the sex toys I've wanted to try. And it started with like a little tiny suitcase. And then I had like a big wheelie because I was like, well, maybe we could try this. Maybe we could try that. Like I literally threw like probably, I don't know, like six different floggers, like six different G-spot vibrators, 10 different kinds of lubes. I brought like a ball gag. I mean, things I've never tried. I'm like, this will be a great time. Maybe I'll dress up as a fairy princess. And it was a really fun Valentine's Day. We did not get through the entire suitcase, but I did wake up with a ball gag on. So that was a really good time. Um, so what was your, what's your most memorable story? Feedback at sexwithemily.com, right? I'm here with El Chase. Hi, El. Hi. How are you? I'm good. I'm so happy to see you. So Al's a returning guest. She's been here 65 times. No. No, like five times. I don't know. Over the years? I don't know. I, I, I just, it all meshes into one big Emily because I oh. see you often. I know. We're very dear friends. And her dog Hallerman, who you might have seen, um, made famous on my Snapchat and Instagram and is as zone. Instagram. Yes. He's my god dog now. He I'm is. in the will. He is. She's in the will. I don't even think I'm in the will for like my nieces and stuff, but I'm in the will for Ellerman, the best dog. Yeah. And Elle's amazing. She's a sex educator. Um, she teaches all over and she has a book coming out, which is so exciting. I'm very excited. Curvy Girl Sex. Curvy Girl Sex. 101 body positive positions to empower your sex life. Right. And I think it's so great. We're going to get all into that just because a lot of you email, I would say if I had to break down the most like common emails, it's a lot of it has to do with like self-esteem in the bedroom. You know, we're all worried about our size, our shape, men and women. You know, how does this look? How do I feel? And then you're taken out of the moment. You can't enjoy sex and all that. And Elle really conquers that in her book and in all the great work she's been doing. So congratulations. I'm Thank glad you're you. here. And you're essentially my co-host today. Oh, so I just, love it. We're hanging out. We're going through the sex with Emily stuff and doing what we do. And I'm happy belated. Your birthday was really fun. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it was. Thank you for coming. Oh, my God. Of course. Oh, my God. I never miss so it. Fun. We went around, and of course, I had to make a Snapchat out of it. We all gave blowjob tips. We did. Which yeah. seemed very apropos. Because we all love a blowjob. Who doesn't love blowjob tips? Well, I don't know. Right. I want to meet the person that doesn't like a blowjob tip. I know. Tip. It was fun. It was all sex educated. Not that we only hang out with sex educators. Right. Um, it was really fun. That was Tristan Terramino and Ann Hodder. And then we, um, yeah. Yeah. We just we celebrated we you. hung out. It was fun. It was fun. And then we've um, been at Ann Me, Adult mm -hmm. Manufacturers Expo. We had like a whole... That's where I lost my voice. Yeah. I had like 46 meetings last oh week. Oh my God. I know. I saw you in the beginning of it and then I didn't see you for like days. I mean, we usually text like every day. I know. But you get that if I don't <laughs> I text totally back, it doesn't... I totally get it. I like totally get it. Like, my close friends know that if I don't text you yeah. back, it doesn't mean, like, no. I'm dead. It doesn't mean I'm nothing's wrong. I mean, maybe. No. But well, you know, probably. But no. it just means that I'm like, I, I love you. I don't always check on and I get busy. No, I, I no, I hear you. Look, I'm in a relationship with somebody that I don't hear from for, like, two weeks. Well, so that's another story. Yeah. But that's story, um, but. And, um, but we could get into that later. We could. I want to hear about your relationship. Do you? I want to okay. hear about your sex life. Um, but first we've got some sex in the news mm. that we're going to get into that. I actually, of course, this reminded me of you mm. because you're sort of the expert on this as well. 
And this is five ways Tumblr porn can completely revolutionize your sex life. Oh, God. Did you do this just because I'm here? Now, it was a news story. It was in <laughs> it was. the news. But no, but producer Madison scoped it. She's like, oh, my God. El Chase, da, da, da. I'm like, yeah. So, um, so... I love Tumblr porn, and I yeah, actually was introduced. So, so L has a pseudonym. Uh, uh, is that what you call it? Yeah, well, yeah pseudonym. Sure. Pseudonym is. Um, well, I don't know if that's what you, your alter ego. Yeah. Your, yeah. Um, it's called Lady Cheeky, and it is what was voted like the number one Tumblr. Voted the number one uh, for number one site for uh, women's porn by Cosmo.com and Huffington Post Women. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. And um, so if people don't know about, so this article is like five ways. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm sure you already like know these frontwards about, but people don't realize yeah. that we're always trying to give tips on the show. If you're like, oh, I don't want to sit down and watch a tube channel. I don't really get it. I think Tumblr is like a very unique brand of porn and like an easy gateway to kind of get yourself into figuring out like into porn, but also not maybe as, as, um, Maybe if porn kind of turned you off, some things that you yeah. see, it's just, it can be, you kind of pick and choose what you like. No, you hit and the nail on the head. Not as aggressive, not yeah. as whatever you, it's that curated. Means to you. It's curated. It's curated. So instead of being, you know, <laughs> pardon the pun, shot in the face with a bunch of, <laughs> a bunch you of penises. You might be into that sort of thing. You right. might be into that sort of thing. Uh, by a bunch of penises on a porn site or, or whatever, bouncing boobs, you can go to Tumblr and find that sort of that area, that nice sweet spot of porn that really appeals to your side of sensuality. Right. And it's, I find that Tumblr porn, because it's curated, is more about the arousal and then getting off as opposed to just getting off, which is Tumblr, which is a, a tube site. So that's interesting because it says, okay, so to go through the article, mm-hmm. it provides inspiration. That's mm-hmm. number one. Yeah. Why it's great. So Tumblr is like Pinterest for sex, all sorts of things that you want to try that will most likely look like nothing in the picture, but you will get excited about yeah. it and maybe even find a new favorite by trying. So, yeah. so when you're saying it's sort of not, it's arousing, but not. You might not. Well, some are, you know, it just depends. Yeah. Well, it just depends on whose Tumblr site. Like for Lady Cheeky, I try to provide, you know, some hardcore porn, but mostly it's stuff that, you know, it's taking off the panties, like a little gif of that or gif or whatever you're supposed to call it, but, or, or a picture of some guy like kissing her neck beautifully or, or whatever. I mean, there's stuff that just makes your mind go wild and, and then you'll see a few of those and then you'll see like actual penetration and you're kind of warmed up by that point to see actual penetration, you know? Um, I know for me, that's the way that I used to share with my lover when I started it, what I wanted to do with him. And then he would send me stuff and I would post it and I'd say, yes, this and, you know. Okay. So that's the thing that we are all about communication, communication, lubrication. And I know what I realized about two years ago, I've been saying that for 10 years. I was like, you know what? I can say that till I'm blue in the face and you've all heard it, but you're like, but how do I communicate? And so I think Tumblr mm-hmm. is a great way it because it's it's like if you're a fan of community, if you want something from a partner, you can just go on Tumblr and literally like how psyched for your partner be when you're like, guess what I've been wanting to try? And boom, it's a guy kissing a woman's neck. Who doesn't want that, that more? Is I do. the perfect point, actually, Emily, because that is a wonderful way to introduce it, especially you if you're it. shy. If you're shy, you know, and you're, you're, you've been married for, I don't know, 20 years even, you're shy and you just go, look what, the, look what I found. What do you think of this? And you warm it up with a little, you know, a little kissing, a little bit of that and a little bit of touching a boob. Um, and, uh, and then soon you're on to watching porn with your lover and you're getting all hot and bothered. Exactly. And it's the arousal process, I think you'll agree, is the most important part of 
of getting ready for a right. sexual evening. Right, exactly. It's like the other, like, we, foreplay is kind of like the umbrella, but yeah. when, like, a lot of foreplay is the arousal, yeah. is the teasing. Yeah. And visual communication can be a lot easier than saying, babe, I want you to tie me up or yeah. I want to be spanked. Oh, you can yeah. be like, this is how I want to be spanked. Boom, look at this, look at this gift that I, you know, on Lady Cheeky. Yep. So I think that's really cool. It makes it easier. Also makes for outstanding foreplay. Mm-hmm. I always say foreplay starts after the last orgasm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, even if you guys are apart for, you live, you know, in different cities or for the day, you can send them like, hey, this is what's going on tonight, babe. You mm-hmm. know, I men and women goes both ways. I used to say that um, it takes a full week to seduce a woman because you just, you start after the last orgasm, just like you said, like, I, I mean, that's just the perfect way to put it. Totally use that. And, and used and going the whole week and, you know, uh, sending love notes or doing whatever or however you, you, uh, you know, you show your affection for your, for your woman. Right. Mm-hmm. It's, it is, it's true because I know you're like, Oh, how do I stay, you know, top of mind to my partner? Like, hi, you send them sexy images or what you want to do. And it tells a story. Maybe yep. Yep. you're like, first we would do this and then we do that. It is kind of like a Pinterest. Yeah. You can collect, cause that's the thing. You can collect all the images and like them. Right. Yep. Yep. You can even start your own. You can start your own. And it can be private. You, right. Yes. That's a great thing. You yeah. know what? Why don't couples start their, they probably do. They should. They probably do. That's how I started. It was private. And then we made it public. And then all of a sudden people and then found look at it. You. But, I know. Hey, you, you know, good taste. <laughs> Thanks. So you much. got good taste. Thank you. Um, also, it's just one of the things is it's just fun. So the biggest complaints I hear from people about relationship sex is it gets dull. Yeah. We hear that all the time. After a while, yeah. it comes row. You're going to get on top of me. I'm going to top of you. We're going to watch Sports Center, But it's kind of a playful way to kind of engage with your partner and experiment. Yeah. And like literally anything. And you, even if it's so great, because even if you're not with your partner, you they could be like, I saw that image you sent me. I'm not comfortable with spanking, but I got this great flogger. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, Who it just, knows? It starts it going, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I think a great way to start is Lady Cheeky. Because I love Lady Cheeky, but what, is there anything else that you like? Other Tumblr sites that we care about? Oh gosh, there's so many. But I mean, that we so care about. I fo- <laughs> I follow like five thousand of them, so it's really hard. There's Nympho Ninjas, which is amazing, and gosh, I can't. I feel so bad because I follow so many. But, wonderful but yours ones. also leads to other. Like, yes, mine when, leads to other ones. So if you're, if it's you like, like if you don't mine, like it, it's like Amazon too, right? If you went yeah. like this, you might like exactly. It. <laughs> it's like it's the Amazon. Of, of porn. Um, yeah, no, because I, I follow really good sites, I have to say. <laughs> you too, right? Like, you've got good taste with that. I think so. You, have you always been into porn? No. I got into porn when I was 40. I'm 48. I just turned 48. I mean, it's just listening to what turns you on and it might be weird or it might be you might think it's weird but right. don't judge it because that's what turns you on and exactly another great thing mm-hmm. about it too i think is like you're just making me think about this is that we talk a lot about like if you don't know what your fantasies are you're tired of your fantasies you need new material it's a great way just to like you can kind of go through there and you might just be inspired by something you're like yep. that actually is a new fantasy of yep. mine. i'm going to start thinking about that i'm going to go down that road so yep. you can kind of build on that um, that's really cool. And we're going to get into your whole story, how at 40 you discovered porn and yeah. this whole life that you're having, which is exciting. Um, I have to give and say one more thing is happening. Um, this in LA that I want to give you guys a shout out to go cause I'm going not don't go cause I'm going, <laughs> but I think you should go because let's talk about flirting. Okay. Flirting. Do you, are you, are you, would you say you're a natural flirt? 
I'm not a natural flirt, but I learned how to flirt. You did? I did. How did you? Okay. I taught myself how to flirt by watching other people flirt but, and seeing, seeing reactions and also looking at my friends and asking them why they're doing certain things. Like, so, give me an example. Someone once said to me, and it's a visual and we're on a podcast, but someone once said to me, you know, if you're sitting across from someone and you're flirting, look down and then slowly look up oh, right into their that eyes. that was so flirty. I just got <laughs> wet. Did you just get wet? I did. Oh, God. I, I thought it was rusty. But see, I love that. I love that you, you people assume like, I'm not a flirt. Or I'm no. not a tea. It's like you learn. I'm not a natural one. No. Okay. Well, yeah. Celeste and Danielle, I talk about them all the time. They did oh, the I groundbreaking. Love you, I love them so much. They are so revered. They're amazing. Yeah. They're um, sex somatica coaches and they, they're in the Bay Area. You guys all know I did my somatic course, somatica course with them last year, changed my life. But now you can work with them as well because they're teaching a how to flirt workshop in LA on February 12th. And this isn't just like, here's a pickup line, here's whatever. Like they get into it and it's five hours and you are going to leave there flirting your ass off I and also go. like feel good. Let's go February 12th. Go. So um, you can learn that whether you're single or dating or even if you're in a relationship and you're like, I want to flirt with my partner. It is never too late. It is a Flirting way to your it's called flirting your way to success. A five-hour workshop led by Celeste and Danielle. Um, and oh, here's the best part: it's it's, I guess it's twelve to three is the flirting, and then from three to five, there's a two-hour intro to Somatica. So if you've been interested in all the work I've been doing, I'm telling you, it's going to be killer. So oh, here's the best part: hi, it's free. <gasps> Oh, are you kidding? Because no. I was just going to ask you that after you were going to say, "Can you get me in?" <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, Can "Okay." You get me so in? it's in Manhattan Beach at um, my friend's studio, actually, which is amazing. February twelfth, Sunday, um, ten to three, and then three to five is the somatic part. And go to somaticainstitute.com, um, and you'll find somatica. What is it? Somaticainstitute.com/slash somatica skills. But we'll also be tweeting it and facebooking it, and I hope to see you there on February twelfth. It'll be awesome. Okay, let's take a quick break. And then when we come back, we are going to get into all your, your amazing book and answering your emails. And I love you all. And thank you for supporting my sponsors because you know that um, I only talk about stuff that I've tried, that I've loved, that I live for. And um, by supporting our sponsors, you also help keep the show free. Thank you all. I love you. We'll be right back. I hear from so many of you who are about to tie the knot. Well, if you're one of these lucky listeners, it's about to simplify your life. One of the most stressful parts of getting married, other than, well, you know, the whole getting married part, is registering for gifts. Enter Zola, the one-stop registry with some amazing benefits. With Zola, you can register for anything from bedding to wine subscriptions to honeymoon funds. Select more than 450 major brands like KitchenAid, SoulCycle, Ralph Lauren, and more, all in one place. And that's just the beginning. Couples can control when your items are shipped and manage exchanges, all from the convenience of the Zola website or mobile app. And Zola can even organize and export lists to help you create your thank you notes. Okay, for that part alone, it's worth it. I mean, who likes writing thank you notes? Zola will even give you 10% of anything on their site for a full year while you complete your registry. Zola also makes it easy for your friends and family. They can see your personalized registry with photos and notes, set up group gifting to share the cost of bigger items, all while knowing they're getting the best price thanks to Zola's price matching. Zola is the wedding registry that will do anything for love. All the gifts, experiences, and funds you want, all in one place. Listeners receive $50 when you register and use Zola. Visit Zola.com slash Emily for details. That's Z-O-L-A dot com slash Emily. All right, we are back. 
Okay, L. You can find everything about L at at the L Chase. That's her. Your, all your social, social, media. social media. Yeah. And then lchase.com, E L L E Chase. Like I want to chase her down and kiss her. <laughs> um, dot com is where you can find out about um, her book and everything that's going on. She is a powerful voice in the sexuality community and a key influencer. You really have been in the body acceptance movement, which truly needs a movement because I think, you know, people, we, I guess, like I said, like most of the emails we get, you know, we all have our own insecurities about things, about sex, but a lot of it goes back to how we are in the bedroom and it really impacts our ability to have like rich, fulfilling sex lives. Yep. And um, I know you have your book coming out, Curvy Girl Sex. It's 101 Body Positive Positions to Empower Your Sex Life. You can pre-order it now on Amazon. It's releasing February 1st. Um, and one more thing. Oh, my God, there's so many announcements. But we will be at the Pleasure Chest on February 1st <gasps> in Los right. Angeles. It's in West Hollywood. It's in West Hollywood, yeah. And we're having a party. It's a party. At there's 7. Gonna be at 7, from 7 to 10, there's going to be booze and food. And, and it's free. And it's free. And there's. Uh, I'm going to be teaching a class for an hour at 8 o'clock, all about positions, everything from the book. It's going to be a lot of fun. So yeah, I'm excited. I suggest everyone come. We're going to be there. The whole sex selling team will be there, too. So, um, okay, so I know you've been on the show a few times, and um, we've talked about a lot of different things, but I don't know that everybody's heard about your extraordinary journey at the age of 40, how your life changed, and what led you to this work. Yeah, I was in a uh, a sexless marriage, and somehow my body just knew I needed to get out of there and start having some great sex. Um, uh, When I left my husband, I started uh, an affair with a man, and um, he showed me sort of what it was like to really accept my body. Um, And I say accept instead of love, because I don't believe you have to love your body, but I do think you have to accept it, and I think that that's realistic. Um, For loving your body, I know for me, it's too big a jump. So I can't go from 40 years of hating my body to loving my body. Uh, But I can accept it. And by accepting it, I'm able to let go of all of my judgments about it in the bedroom. Okay. So this, you said that this man helped you accept it, but it was like, he helped me upset. uh, uh, He helped me accept it because he was very, very patient with me. And he only said things to me that were sincere. So he wasn't, I got the feeling that he wasn't, you know, paying me lip service, but he would be, you're so this, you're so that, I, I like this about you. Things that were, that were so specific that I knew he, I just knew he was and telling the truth. And you hadn't heard that in your marriage. I'd never heard that. I'd never had enjoyable sex until this man. Okay, so what, okay, when you say never, was, did you have your first orgasm? I had orgasms, but by myself or manually with a partner, but no one had taken the time to really let me savor it or let them savor it. You know, it was all sort of perfunctory. You know, I'm going to lick, lick, la, 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 there, there, there. <laughs> you know, I'm going to do the alphabet. I'm going to do all that shit and all that shit. And then, you know, boom, I've got, I've got an orgasm and then they're right. you know pounding away sleep. right yeah, okay yeah. so right but this guy so that's that's kind of started you on your journey yes. years ago um, and so what about the book like how did you get inspired for this for this book what do you hope it's well, called curvy girl sex so it's positions but it's a lot of it's other positions, kind of positions but but it's a lot more than that it talks right. a lot about the history of of the woman's body and and the body shape and how we love our bodies and 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 how we dislike our bodies at certain times it also talks about pleasure anatomy um, so you 
you've got a lot of different things in there, and there's all different types of, uh, like I said, positions. There's missionary, and then there's, you know, the ones like in the car. Like, what do you do if you're a big girl and you're in the car or in the shower, you know? Um, so there's all sort of tips like that, but it's also a great book for everybody because they are positions that anyone can do. Because right, I get a lot of I get a lot of questions about positions on the show, and it's hard for me. I always say this, and I'm, I'm gonna I'll be able to do just a video show podcast. But of, of positions, but it's just sometimes it's hard on a podcast to like explain like, okay, your yeah. legs are up in the air and she's, you know, I, I try, but like with your book, you have like illustrations and you show like exactly yeah. like this is how you do it. And these are the tools that you can use. Like you talk a lot about pillows. Talk a lot fan. about big fan of pillows. Everyone should be using pillows. I, I mean, I say should, but you know, everyone would benefit from using pillows. Talk about that. Well, pillows um, give you a different sort of angles so that you can everyone's inside of everyone's vagina is different. So doggy style for one person might not be comfortable for the other. And sometimes pillows make the difference because of the angle. Um, also, if you're a big girl um, or even a big guy, if you put something like a pillow or a liberator uh, wedge, which is this, yeah, it's amazing, this uh, industrial foam wedge under your hips, you know, uh, gravity does its job and right. pulls some flesh down. I had and- an industrial, Madison, you didn't even thank me, producer Madison. <gasps> I gave her a huge friggin' wedge. Oh my god! I was cleaning out my garage. I'd never use it, and it was the most massive liberator wedge. I left oh, it on her chair. I think I saw a video of and that, and it wasn't here. Oh no! Okay, got it. It wasn't used, Whoa. but it was amazing. I'm like, I have no room for it in my house. Oh, I love it. Yeah, no, she loves it. I'm gonna send you a text message of me sitting at home on my bed, just leaning up against it. So I'm so excited. <laughs> oh, I'm excited. Okay, good. No, but it's true. I, no, I kind of want it back. <laughs> no, because I don't have one, but I was like, I was moving. I'm like, I need to get oh, rid God. of everything. You but know what I use true. it for? I use it to put my computer on when I'm not Mine's, using it. They gave me a huge, this is like a size of this desk. Oh, it's the ramp. Yeah. Oh, the ramp. Should I have not given away? Well, you can get another one. Just kidding. <laughs> no, but it's true. Like this, those little tools and tricks for anybody yeah, for that anybody, works. anybody, yep. Um, and then you also say like, you know, it's, again, body image. And you're not going to say like, look in the mirror and say like, you're, I love you and you're beautiful. No. I mean, people always say they do that. And I've even told people that I yeah. admit it. But what are, I mean, I know it's a journey. Mm-hmm. It's not going to just happen by by reading a book perhaps. It's, no. But it can help you along the way. So what are some of your main tips you think for people who are struggling? Where do you start? Well, like, well I've always hated my body. Well, if there were you were eight years ago. Well, you know, there are parts of my body I still hate, but I accept them. Um, Exactly. You know what I mean? So I know this is the way I look and there are parts of me that I love. But what I will not do to myself, uh, and I try not to because sometimes it'll slip in, is to say negative things to myself about my body um, or to say negative things about somebody else's look or body. Um, You know, everyone's got something. You can be super, super skinny and be shamed about that. You can be have a huge nose and be shamed about that. And at the same time, there are tons of people who are attracted to that. There are tons of people that are attracted to larger women, um, larger butts, uh, small feet, big feet. You just never know. And it's like, don't you think it's sort of changing now that we're not just like everyone's not just all about like the skinny heroin chic model. Like that's just where I think times have changed. I think people are becoming more accepting. And I think the more we um, we admonish people for just judging anybody's body, uh, whether they're fat or skinny or average or, or, or whatever, I think is a huge um, step in the right direction. Yeah. 
I think so too. What about toys? Are there any like specific toys that you think are better? Yes. Oh my God. Well, oh, my favorite subject. I, just I know it's my favorite subject too. I could talk forever. So you're going to have to stop me. But, um, the Vibratex, uh, magic, the wand. magic wand rechargeable is like my favorite thing ever. That and their new mystic wand cordless. Oh, I love the mystic <gasps> Isn't wand. Isn't that amazing? It's amazing. It has a bend to it's it. It's a bendy, bendy It wand. has a bend to it. And if the uh, magic wand is too intense for you, the mystic wand is just a little bit less intense and it's small. You can travel with it, but it's waterproof. It's waterproof. I love it. Vibratex has a lot of great tools for, uh, for people of size or even pregnant women who want to masturbate and can't reach. Right. You know what I mean? Because it curves. That's a great point. Because you're right, because the flap of the... the magic wand just flat like that. Yeah. That's such a good point. But they also have a rabbit that is bent at like an 180 yes. degree called the joystick. And if you're pregnant and you still want to use a rabbit, that's the one for you. Because you have some tips for pregnant women as yeah. well in your book. There's a, there's, so, my pregnant friends call me all the time. I'm like, yeah, because I mean, what are you supposed to do? No, right. you know, but uh, yeah, my book has um, icons for things. So if you have a bad back, you'll see the icon. It's good for a bad back or your Who arms. Who doesn't hurt? have a bad back? These I, I swear to God. Just, uh, at some yeah. point. That's so good. That and you've so it'll be pregnant pregnancy. So there'll be like a little pregnant icon. So. I'm buying this for every pregnant friend so they won't call <laughs> me anymore. I'm like, Elle knows. Just read this. Oh, just read it. So those are those are good toys. I was going to go off on the Mystic Wand again. How it's yeah. I think it was one of my new favorites yeah. last year. Yep, definitely. So um, that's really... Okay, so um, also what about masturbation? Do you have any like specific tips for women when they're masturbating to kind of work through how they feel about their body. And yeah. I say do it a lot. I say do it a lot. <laughs> Early and often. <laughs> Early and often. And, you know, make it a ritual for yourself. Uh, make it a ritual. And, um, you know, maybe warm your toys a little bit. There's something new coming out called the warm. We could talk about the warm. Yeah. I love the warm. The warm is great. And, and you know, it warms your toys. It's it like a, out. it's like a warm, it's like a, it's like a little envelope. A heating pad. Heating pad. It's beautiful. I should, I brought it here. I'll show you. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I've got one. It, they're amazing. Yeah. They're amazing. And they, they heat it up just, just enough. So you, you know, you turn that on and you can use that on yourself and just feeling your entire body. There are things that I touched on my body that I didn't know were erogenous zones like until what? I started touching the inside of my wrists. The inside of my wrist and the inside of my elbow. When you touch it, too. When I touch like it, that. like, I would touch my entire body and close my eyes and see what really sort of titillated me. And I can imagine someone that I'm really into touching me there, I would be, you know, out of my mind. So... Right, because um, yeah. when you really learn what turns you on and what feels good, it's yes. like you're going to be looking forward to sex with the partner. You're going to be able to talk about what you want. Yep, absolutely, that's really important. So, like, what do you, what do you, um, when you're talking to women about, you know, what do you do when you? Because men do this too, but when you're in your head, like you're like, I, I was trying to have sex, but I kept thinking about, you know, that he's going to notice my, you know, that I gained pound, like gained a few pounds, or that I don't look great with this angle, or like. Well, first of all, if they're in bed with you, they want to be in bed with That's you, and they're attracted they to you. Up. They're there. Second of all, if you can't get out of your head, breathe and concentrate on your breathing. First of all, breathing is great <laughs> anyway for sex because you're drawing in all of that air, which gets the blood moving and everything to all the good parts. But also. Pardon me. But also, uh, it is it is definitely a way to concentrate on something other than your body. And since the breathing helps bring all the blood to the different places, um, it's really a nice, it's a nice substitute. That's a great, yeah. I, I practice that a lot with my, with my life, mm -hmm. with meditation, but also with masturbation, orgasm. It mm -hmm. always helps. Oh, orgasm. always. Like you just like go to your breath because it'll help you focus. I mean, it'll help you like get out of your head, but also, yeah, it's circulation. Yeah. You know, Barbara Corellis has a book called Urban Tantra and she talks a lot about breathing and their exercises there. So that's also a right. good. I think I've heard about that. Book. Yeah. If you go to her website too, um, 
uh, I'm bad at spelling her last name, but it's Barbara Corellis, and she has some breathing exercises there for free. That's good. Um, yeah. I have a question for you. What do you do for um, men? I'm mm-hmm. going to say men, heterosexual, or women yeah. dating another people woman. People with but penises. People with penises, or just someone who has a partner yeah. who's a curvy girl. Yeah. And Because I hear from people all the time, like, I tell her she's beautiful every day, and I love yeah. her body, but she, you know, she still won't. I do everything I can. What, what do you tell those people? Well, unfortunately, you can tell people till you're blue in the face, but until they're ready to accept it, they're not going to believe it. They have to they be, and they just won't. Many times you tell them. The best thing to do is just to be sincere, tell them often, and tell them, you know, sincerely what it is about them that that you're feeling at that moment, you know. And be specific. And be specific because not like you look hot. Not like, like you look hot, but just like I love how your stomach curves under. You know, I love touching that. It's so womanly. It's, it's, uh, it, it, it's so, it's just so luscious and delicious. And there are really people out there that really love curves on a woman and not just curves. I mean, I'm curvy, but I also have a big lower stomach. I've got big thighs. I have a big ass. And sometimes I even go, uh, don't touch my stomach, but that's me, not them. They want to touch my stomach they do. or they want to touch my thighs. So believe them. Believe them. Believe them. Exactly. They're not, yeah, it's like people, we just don't believe them because we don't no. believe it ourselves. No. But this, this book really, I think it's a really powerful and Thank really you. Good. It's a fun read too. Like Thanks. we will get people there. Like I'll I try to make it, it a little funny. It is fun. And f- well, you're fun. You're fun. <laughs> you can't help, you can't do things that funny. So everybody come see us at Pleasure Trust, but also um, on February 1st and check out mm-hmm. our book or pre-order it at El Che, uh, the TheLChase.com. No, just LChase.com. Oh, just LChase. See, it's so hard. I at know, the I'm L- sorry. At TheLChase on social media. But okay, so um, recently on Facebook, mm-hmm. you posted that you're doing really well at the whole poly thing, and I want to check in on your poly relationship right now. Oh, gosh. Well, I think it's doing... Because it's newish It's to new be- for me. I was always monogamous, and I met somebody that I really care about, and... Um, and I was dating to be to find a monogamous partner, and I thought, I don't want to give him up. And so my best friend, Joellen, uh, said, you don't have to give him up. And I went, ah, right, that's right, there's Polly. Um, I think Polly is, is great when you can define it yourself. And so that's what you do. I that's guess. what you do. And so we, we've worked it out. We have rules. Um, and sometimes we get, you know, I get jealous. He doesn't really get jealous. Sometimes I'll get jealous and I, you just have to always bring it up. You cannot escape not bringing things up. So every time you get jealous, you bring it up. I'll say, you know what? <clears throat> I'm getting, um, I'm feeling a little jealous right now. Can we, can we change the subject? Um, and and he, you know, he's really great about it. Like, okay, great. And we have some rules. Like, <laughs> if he sleeps with anyone I know, I don't want to know about it. Um, Unless they it, tell you. Yeah. Well, yeah. But I would hope that he would say, please yeah. don't say anything. Right. Um, but, you know, the, sometimes things happen and then feelings come up and you just say, you know, I'm having these feelings about this. And, and I just want you to know if you're feeling like I'm distant, it's because I'm ha- having some feelings. But they're my feelings. And I still feel like... I'm special to you. And you don't have a primary partner. I don't so know. So what did you call it the other day? Poly dating. Oh, poly. Uh, so, um, solo poly. Solo poly. I think right. the, because Tristan Terramino came up with that. Right. Solo poly. Tristan, yeah. Tr- um, it's uh, if you don't have a, because typically in a polyamorous relationship, right. people are like, well, what's the difference? Or open relationship. Right. You have a primary partner. Right. And that's like your main person that you're with, but you all, you both sleep with other people. Yeah. But you could also be solo poly. You can also I've be solo, solo poly. I think for yeah. A long time. Like, I don't want to get married again. I don't want to live with somebody. But I want to have really intimate experiences and, and relationships with people. And I feel like I can do that with different people. Right. And so do you think it's uh, for everybody, polyamory? What do you think? Who's the people that should not get into polyamorous relationships? Uh, 
gosh. People who should not, people who aren't communicative, <laughs> who don't want to communicate, people who are secretive. Right. <laughs> uh, I think Polly, the best thing about Polly is you have to have sort of radical kind honesty right. uh, with yourself and with your partner and not be afraid of being jealous right. so that you can bring it up. And I would also say that it's not someone, if you're like, oh, I'm too jealous, I couldn't handle it, yeah. but I really want to bang other people. Yeah. That you can learn. Yeah. But that, but what I'm saying is yeah. just because you're a really jealous person, like I always find the amazing thing about people who really practice polyamory or open yeah. relationships, you can tr- transcend the jealousy. Like you you can, absolutely can. You still get jealous. I was talking you, to you about this the other yeah, day. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> that you maybe. transcend it. We were. Well, yeah, because I was surprised yes. with him that I wasn't jealous of his primary partner. And um, I was just really happy for him that he had her in right. his life. And, and that is because he makes me feel special to him. I am not in competition with anybody else. Um, and I think if you can find that, because I am naturally a jealous person. I really am. Right. And I do still get jealous if I hear about something like, oh, I went to this play party or I went and I had sex with this person. I'll be like, oh, that's nice. Okay, let's move on. Right, TMI. Yeah. But but, but you could learn to like kind of like work with it, work yes. with your jealousy because it can be actually really healthy because most time we just repress jealousy or it just comes out yeah. and makes us feel worse about ourselves. But when you actually talk through jealousy, you you're like, oh my it. God, I couldn't. But and, no, you actually can. And he's worth it. You know, we love each other. We say, I love you. It, it's all of that. But, you know, I'm open to meeting other people that I love just as much and in a different way oh, and, and all of that. So... So we'll see. Good. Well, you're kick. This is your year. Thanks. We'll see. Let's I love hope. It. Okay. So, um, well, congratulations on Curvy Girl. Thank you. Um, it's very exciting. I'm wearing a Curvy Girl button sticker, and then I'm going to put the tattoo on my ass oh, there. Oh, bless your heart. Um, and I think we're going to get in some emails. You mind answering right. some emails? No, that'd be me. great. It's your job as yes. my co-host today. <laughs> right. Okay, guys. This is what I love about you. I love when you email me your questions. It's been. It's so fun. I get. Get them every day, and it makes my life, makes my world go around. And you can email me so easily now. You go to sexwithemily.com, and you can click on the Ask Emily tab and fill out the form and send in your question. But now you can also select the, what does it say, I'd like to be called button, or call me. Because we've been taking callers now, and the, we've done about three or four shows now where we actually... You send in your question, and then we set up a time to call you. And then during a show, we record the calls, and I answer questions. It's like, I love That's it. Great. It's so fun. It's been a blast. So um, do that if you want, if you're down with that. Or you can leave a voicemail. That's fun, too. 818-ASK-SWE1 or 818-275-7931. And this is all on the website. And as always, how's my voice doing? Hello. As always, should I just do sexy? <clears throat> do a brunch As Picaro. always, please include the information that will help me find you, help me know about you, your gender, your age, where you live, how old you are, what you're wearing. <laughs> Start slow. Um, Resist. Go first. really slow. That's what you should do. <laughs> okay. Here's our first question. Yes. Hi, Emily. I seriously think it's easier to talk like that. Yeah, I think you're right. forcing it. Okay, yeah, guys, just, how's just, it? I'm, I'm just gonna whisper. Do... <laughs> okay. Hi, Emily. I first wanted to say how much I love listening to your podcast. I love listening to them, especially during my cardio gym sessions. I have a question about my current boyfriend who I've been with for over a year now, for over a year now. I honestly couldn't ask for a better partner being supportive, caring, and always putting me first inside and outside the bedroom. However, majority of the time, I feel like I can't keep up with his sex drive. He's two years younger than me. And previously was with someone who was up for sex all the time. In comparison, my ex-boyfriend was not. Sometimes going through stages where we would go for months without sex. We are very open about our relationship and always talk about things. 
We're also not afraid to try new things in the bedroom, owning a number of different sex toys, frequently visiting sex toy stores. I guess my question is how do I go on about it to him when I don't feel like having sex without being too harsh? I love him to bits and don't want to lose him, so I'll appreciate any advice you can give. I look forward to hearing more podcasts. Rachel, age 24. So she's with a 22-year-old guy who wants more sex than she does because mm-hmm. 22-year-old guys have a stratospheric sex drive mm-hmm. that makes it challenging for any woman, a lot of women to give up with, not any woman, but like a lot. Like at 22, you're, yeah. it's going to be common that you're having any age. Yeah. It's going to happen. So don't be so hard on yourself because then I also, I know that you love to compare yourself. To, like She's comparing herself to like, her ex didn't want it, but his ex wanted more sex. And that's just how you just, you go yeah. nowhere. No. It does not help you at all. It makes you feel worse. So all that is like now, Rachel, is the here and now and what you're going to do about your current situation. And it's good that they talk about sex. Yes, it's and great. And they have a dialogue going. So what, what do you think about this? Well, I would obviously talk to him about it and just say, and try and find some sort of compromise. Um, I'm of the school that, uh, you know, sometimes you might not be in the mood like really in the mood, but you do things for your partner. Um, I know that's not, it's controversial, but uh, when you don't want to have sex, you just don't want to have sex. Right. And um, it's, you I know, say go on Lady Cheeky for five minutes. That's what I say. Sex. That's what I but, say. Or watch, do something. Yeah. You know? but, but no, I get it. It is, sometimes you don't want to and that's Mutual okay, masturbation. You know, mutual masturbation is one of my favorite things to do in the world. And for me, it is, it is often the main event. And it's, it's, it's also great for people who've just had kids too, because, you know, you get a fleshlight or something and use a fleshlight on him, um, use a masturbator on him, um, you know, somehow get him off in that way. That's not as, uh, you you know, labor intensive. Yeah. You don't want anything inside you or maybe (laughs) you don't feel like giving blood, whatever it is, but you don't literally, you don't use the fleshlight. Or let him masturbate in front of you and you can say, oh yeah, that looks great. Yeah, oh yeah, keep doing visual. that. Visual. Yeah. visual being. Visual being. Or masturbate for him because, right. you know, why not? Everyone loves a nice orgasm. Yeah, exactly. Mutual yeah. masturbation is a great idea, but I think that you got to talk about it. I think that the reason she says they do talk about a lot of things, but um, I think that just saying like, I want to make this work. I love you. I'm not going to want it all the time, but I think that, you know, yeah. letting him know that it's not rejection. It's not that no. I don't love you because he could also start feeling rejected. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is just very common. Maybe you're on the pill as well. Mm-hmm. Young women often don't know that when they go on the pill that it could affect your libido. And also stress. I, stress, anxiety, so many things. Life stuff. Your, like everything affects your libido. Everything does. Right. So I think that's that's a great that's a great tool. I was going to ask you yes. about mutual master. I was going to ask you how you liked your womanizer because I gave you. <gasps> oh, my God. I just saw them at a and okay. that, that trade show. I love it so, so much. I'm so glad. Thank you, thank you, thank you for giving it to me. I went up to them and I just said, I just have to tell you, I can have an orgasm. It often takes a while. And I think the first one, the first iteration of this uh, toy, there was some learning curve. But with this, Yeah, the nothing. deluxe. I gave you the, the deluxe, deluxe, I think. Yeah, it's was amazing. Amazing. It's like, I came in like two seconds. And it feels good. It's like it a, yes, it's a good. fast orgasm, but it's great for mutual masturbation, too. Oh if you want to knock, it's a 60 second orgasm. It's a 60 if second If you want that. If you want that. But or also, I, I have like 85 60 second orgasms. Yeah, so exactly. But, or you could just move it up and down your vulva. Yeah, I, that's a thing. Yeah. I move it all around. I love it. I love it so. So it's it's, like gives you little kisses. Like it's it like, is. It's like it's you know what pleasure air technology. It's as close to um, to cunnilingus in a toy that I have found. Right. I'm so, so glad. I've been meaning to ask you that. Yeah. That was your gift. That was your parting gift. Thank you. Last time you came to visit. <laughs> thank you. Um, okay. Thank you for that. We have another email. 
Okay, dear Emily, I'm a new listener to your show and I love it. I'm currently experimenting with a polyamorous relationship and it's getting complicated. I'm hoping you can help. My original primary relationship is long distance. And when we first discussed being open, we settled on a don't ask, don't tell kind of communication style. But here's the problem. My feelings for one of my other partners are growing, like big time. I'm feeling a stronger connection to him than I do my primary. Should I tell my primary about this change? I want to respect his wishes that he shouldn't want to know about what I'm doing with other guys, hence don't ask, don't tell. But I'm feeling really confused and kind of guilty about how much my feelings are growing for this other person. I'm not sure what to do. Any advice would be appreciated. Sarah, age 25. Mm. Yeah, so there's a few things going on here. I don't think don't ask, don't tell doesn't work. You were saying that you do that sometimes? Well, I think there's there's a portion of don't ask, don't That's tell exactly that works. That's exactly what I meant to say. Because yeah. sometimes you'd be like, this is what I don't want to hear about. Right. If you fall in love with someone else, I'd want to hear more uh, than me. Yeah, that's pretty I'd want to hear that. But also her long, her long, it's, she's in the LDR, a long distance yeah. relationship with the primary. Yeah. Which is also challenging at any age, but she's 25, you yeah. know? Um, so I'm just wondering, maybe my first thing is like, well, maybe this new sparkly love interest you're seeing all the time. Mm-hmm. It feels like you love this person more because they're there and they're new and your partner's not. Mm-hmm. And it's making you feel like this guy is your choice, but it's new and new isn't always better. It's that romantic love stage. Yes. We all go through the romantic we love stage. I'm just, it. that was my first hit on it, but, but, but let's just say that's not it. Let's right. say she's just really falling in love. How would you handle this from a... I would say this is not does not go under the don't ask, don't tell. I think don't yeah. ask for me, don't ask, don't tell is I don't want to know the stuff you do. Like that's wonderful. You keep it to yourself. Um, for something like this, that's big. You know, you're falling in love with somebody else and they feel more primary to you. Um, I would have that conversation in the kindest, most um, you know, uh, giving way possible. And, and wait talk in town. Through, I would wait till he's I would wait till you see him again. Yeah. And again, I don't know how long often you guys see each other. Yeah. So maybe you haven't seen him in two months. You know, well, sometimes, yeah. I mean, I remember being in long distance relationships where like before you could even, I guess I could Skype, but before it was so easy oh, to yeah. like FaceTime, it was like, I would just, I was kind of there out of sight out of mind. Like I'd miss yeah. him, but then I would, you know, I'd gone about my life. It's yeah. just really hard to maintain. That's why we talk so much about, well, now with all like the, the iPhone, with all the apps, like the, the, the we vibe toys that you can control, you could do all this FaceTiming sex stuff. But that said, you haven't been in his proximity perhaps for a while. So I would wait till he comes to town if you kind of not really get good. too run away with this because it could really hurt you. Might, when you see him again, you might feel differently. Yes. I think so. that's a really good point. I mean, my partner is long distance and we see each other every two to three months, usually every two months. But, you know, it, it when you haven't connected in a while and by connected, I mean being together and really being intimate. It is, it. it is really difficult to, is. to really sort of bring that up again by yourself and get back into it. Right. And when you have someone here with you who's giving you that... It can feel a lot like love. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly it. I used to feel when these, I started saying these relationships where if they weren't connecting with me in the way that I needed, like then I probably, it was my, tw- I probably couldn't have articulated, but it was like, maybe when we talked, he wasn't like, I really miss you or I, how was your day or you're so hot right. or whatever I needed right. at the time. Right. Like remembering things I told him or really making an effort or what I didn't feel connected. Right. I felt yep. disconnected. Yep. And when I feel disconnected, I would just turn it off Yep. and I'd be like, you're long. And it's so easy to talk ourselves because they're not there. You can't right. smell them. You can't taste them. You can't touch them. And so, it's the energy too. The energy. the energy and the chemistry and right. all of that. There's something to be said by being in the same room with someone and not just being right. on FaceTime. So I would also say, Sarah, the other thing is I would actually up your efforts to connect with him this week maybe. And just yep. kind of like, See how it feels to like really try 
to connect with them again, how mm-hmm. you were before, like on FaceTime and like, just see how that feels. Yeah. You're not being dishonest, but I just right now would not let them know the first hint of something new. I mean, even in monogamous relationships and you're in town, say to people who are married, if something's going on in the relationship that is just transitory or dynamic and you are having a real great connection with somebody at work, it doesn't mean you're in love with that person. Right. They're fulfilling something yeah. in you that's not being yeah. filled otherwise. Oh, thank you. Thank this was you. amazing. This was so fun. I always love seeing you and I, I love coming I love on. You too. You're Thanks. the best. You're the bomb. Um, everyone go. We have so many things to do together. April 1st. Sorry. February 1st. Mm-hmm. We have pleasure chest. Everyone can pre-order your copy of Curvy Girl now. Mm-hmm. Yep. The- uh, you can go to my website, lchase.com to find all the different venues you can buy it on. But it's like Amazon and Barnes and Noble and Walmart and, and you know, Target and all those places. Yeah, it's great. Exactly. So excited. Um, I love it. Congratulations thank on all you. that. And it's um, thank you to my amazing team. Yes. Thank you, everybody. Thank you uh, to Madison and to Eddie and to Jamie. And thank you to Michael for doing the sound and to Lori and um, Ken. And uh, yeah, thanks everyone for listening. Was it good for you? Email me, feedback at sexwithemily.com. it's true. My sex toy collection is bigger than most. I may or may not have broken some kind of record by now, but that's not really the point. The point is my collection started with one very special product, the magic wand. I've said it before, but the magic wand was part of my life long before it was part of my show. Now it's time to make it part of your life too. For more than 30 years, the magic wand has been the trusted toy that women around the world reach for first. Time Magazine even selected it as one of the top 10 most influential gadgets of all time. The Magic Wand should really be the cornerstone of every sex toy collection. There's nothing else that comes close. Whether you choose the plug-in power of the Magic Wand Original or the cordless convenience of the Magic Wand Rechargeable, you need to have one in your lineup. Or if you're like me, have both of them. To order yours today, click on the Magic Wand banner on my site or visit magicwandoriginal.com. Okay, guys, turn your volume down for the next minute. I need to tell the lady something. Go ahead, trust me. It's for your own good. All right, ladies, it's just us now. And I have news for you. Your guy loves to masturbate. Hey, it's natural, healthy, and necessary. Let him know that not only are you cool with it, but that you really want him to enjoy it too. Surprise him with the number one selling toy for men, the Fleshlight. Fleshlight's toys feel so real that they are truly the next best thing. They have models created for every preference you can think of. Models that are perfect for travel and one of our favorites, the quick shot. It's an open-ended sleeve that we like to call the hand job helper. And don't think your guy is the only one who will benefit from a flashlight. Their famous stamina training unit is all about helping guys learn to last longer in bed. This is the gift that keeps on giving. So if you really want to turn them on, turn them on with a flashlight. It'll be a surprise he won't forget. Just go to sexwithemily.com and click on the flashlight banner right now.